Hi, I'm Sandra, the creator at Sing, Play, Create, and this podcast is two-part uh, episode with the first part being three activities that are going to help you end the school year on a positive note, and the second part is going to be two songs that you can use at the end of the year to sing goodbye. Thanks so much for listening to this podcast. End-of-year activities can be tricky. There's a lot of variables. So I'm hoping that these ideas will help you at least spark some ideas for you to use in your elementary music classroom. Thanks so much for being here. Let's get started. Hi, I'm Sandra, the creator at Sing, Play, Create. And today I'm sharing three different ways you can end the school year on a positive note. I've got three different activities that are going to work all the way from kindergarten up to your upper elementary grades, so I'll help you keep watching. Let's get started. The very first activity is singing games. I love playing singing games at the end of the year, especially in kindergarten, because it brings me a lot of joy to see that my kinders now can stand in a circle, hold hands, and we can actually play a game together much unlike the very beginning of the school year. So it's very rewarding to play games. One of my favorite game songs is Bluebird, Bluebird Through My Window. Let's listen to how the song goes and then I'll show you how I play the game. So the first thing that I'm going to do is I'm going to have everybody stand in a circle and I'm going to have them hold hands. Now uh, some people don't want to hold hands so we just can do this with their hands and they can cross over like this to each other. That's totally fine and that'll work too. They'll just need to keep their hands connected. You could tell them they're magnets and the magnets have to be stay, the magnets have to hook together. So then I'm going to teach them how to raise their hands and create the window. So we're going to have our window and then we're going to be down in the circle. Then I'll go through the words and teach them when to raise their hand for the window and when to drop their hand. I actually then have everybody sit down for a minute and I talk about that when we're playing games we never want to hurt anyone in our game because in this game if you haven't played it we're going to be dropping the window down on a, on a part of the song and we don't want to hit somebody's head or hurt their body so we're going to have to use our eyes and our ears and pay attention to when we're dropping the window and that goes for everybody no matter their part in the game so we want to be nice to people when we're playing our games on Bluebird Bluebird. Once we get everybody being nice and we're in the circle and we're holding hands and we know when to raise our window, then we're going to go through the song. And so it's bluebird, bluebird through my window, bluebird, bluebird through my window, bluebird, bluebird through my window. And then on the word, oh, they're going to raise their hands. Oh, Johnny, aren't you tired? And they're going to bring their hands down. So then I'll practice that with everyone. This is before I choose the bluebird. So we'll do that a couple times. I'll sing it. I'll use the song, uh, the audio recording, so I can walk around and help everyone. And that way that's playing. I just set it on a loop, and we keep going with that. 
Next, I'm going to choose my bluebird and we're going to have one bluebird and they're going to go in and out the window. And I usually demonstrate it first so they can see what I'm saying. I think visually it helps them just to see the weaving because weaving may be a big word for kindergarten. But if the first graders might be able to do it without you showing, but I just weave in and out. Bluebird, bluebird through my window, bluebird, bluebird through my oh, oh, Johnny, aren't you tired? And then I'll stop. Now, I've played the game two different ways where they have to say the name of the child that's playing, but I did find it actually was kind of hard for them to do that. Um, that may have just been the group of students I was working with, so that's a choice that you can make in your classroom. So for now, I'll just say the word Johnny. I know some people use the word honey. Uh, you could come up with a word, whatever word you want to use for that part, but I'll just use the word Johnny. So, oh Johnny, aren't you tired? And they drop the, their arms down and they catch the bird. This is where I have changed. I don't have them um, tap on your shoulder part. I just have them tap the person that's behind them. So if this is the circle this way and the bird got caught here, then I would have them tap this person. And I'm pretty specific because even in kindergarten, they still, they might go like that to their friend across the circle and I want them to choose the person that's right here. So then they're gonna tap that person on the shoulder and then those two become the bluebirds. And then they're gonna weave in and out the circle and they're both gonna get caught on the word, oh Johnny, aren't you tired? And then the first bluebird already had a turn to choose. So now the next bluebird is going to tap the person behind them. And we're gonna make a chain. I don't tell them what's gonna happen. I don't tell them that the circle's gonna get smaller and smaller. I don't tell them that we're gonna have this huge long line of students going around and a tiny little three-person circle. It's gonna get funny. When we get down to a small number of students that are left in the circle, I just have them walk around like this. We don't get to do the weaving as much or I have them just go through big like that and like make a big figure eight through the circle, hoping you can visualize that. So this is a simplified way you can play the game and the kindergartens love it and they you can play this like every time for the last six weeks of classes and they will just have so much fun. And if you do decide to change the names, playing this game is another great way to build classroom community because they can learn and practice saying each other's names. And so when they catch the bluebird, they have to say that bluebird's name. And it's really surprising to me after many years of teaching that a lot of the students don't know each other's names in their own classroom or they forget them. They don't know them. They may not have been in their learning groups or whatever. So this game can help build classroom community so when they go to first grade they know some more of the students in the school. So I hope you'll have fun with this bluebird bluebird activity. Let's get on to the next activity here. All right, this activity is a good one for your upper grades, especially if they have done a music program. And if you've done some game songs or you've done some activities where they've had to sing and dance or sing and play instruments or play instruments and learn songs. So we're taking something that they've learned and we're going to turn it into a show. Now we're not going to blow this out of proportion. We're not inviting the parents. We're not doing it in the cafeteria. We're not doing it on the stage. In fact, I minimize it 
because I have had uh, students where they'll say, I told my parents we're doing a show, and I'll say, well, we're not doing a show. So you wanna make sure that you communicate clearly and say that it's a class performance only, or you could even just say you're sharing your activities and minimize that performance so they don't think it's some big thing that they have to come to at night for the school to perform. We're not trying to create that kind of stress for you, the music teacher, at the end of the school year. This is a way for your students to show what they know, keep them engaged, and in a way celebrate those things that they have learned and they know, and show them that they know a lot of things, that they got through a lot of stuff during music class. So this will work really well if you've done ORF instrument songs, like I said, if you've done a game song or you've had a class song that they've sung, create a small list of things that you feel like the students can choose from. And then you can either have them choose their groups or you might want to make their groups for them. And I feel that um, three is too small, but five sometimes can be too many. So three, four, five at the most in a group because we want everybody to have a say in what they're doing. Then you can put them in groups and then you say, here's the list of activities, choose one. And I keep a record of who is in the group and what they're gonna be doing. And then you can give them your expectation. You're gonna say you're gonna work in the group and you're gonna do these things. So let's say that they are going to perform a game song. Let's say you taught them, let us chase the squirrel. And they can play it on the bard instruments, they can sing it and it's sol with solfege, and they can uh, do the game. So you're gonna have those three things. So you'll tell them, you'll ask them, which of those three things you're gonna do? And are you gonna do all three? Or then you have them write it down on a piece of paper. So just make a simple piece of paper that says name, names in the groups, the song choice or activity choice, and then what they're gonna do so they make a commitment to it. It's important to keep a record so that when they come back the next week, because you're not seeing them every day, that you can say, this is what you guys are doing, don't forget. And then you can go around all the groups and help them practice and get ready for it. Yes, it's noisy. Yes, it's exciting. But I have found that students really, really like doing this. Now you can choose, you can say no repetitions. That means if you have five or six groups in your class, that you'll have at least maybe seven or eight activities so that nobody is repeating. And that way they're not comparing against each other or competing against each other. They're just sharing the activity that they did. And I like that idea. This is a really fun and creative activity. I've actually done it where they make the props. I've brought in boxes and paper, butcher paper, and we've made designs. One year I had them make puppets. Another year I just pulled all the costumes out and let them just wrap things around them, pretend whatever creature or character they're gonna be in their little play. And then uh, I choose the date we're gonna do it. I give them at least four class times to practice, and then we put it on just in our class for each other. 
I have invited the classroom teachers to come and watch and many of them will come and watch their kids perform these songs. They just find it really fun and so that's something you can do if it works at your school. I hope that idea helps you especially with those older students who have a lot of energy at the end of the year and they are busting out of the seams to get out of school and this will help them channel that energy because it's very student-led activity. Alright, the last activity or thing you can do to stay positive and end the school year on a positive note is to come up with some kind of special reward system you can use only at the end of the year. I usually come up with this and do this at the, the end of the quarter. After we come back from spring break, I implement a new um, reward system. I've done many different ways and so I'll give you a couple of those to help you um, and every year it's been different and you know there's a lot of things that come into choosing what will work in your classroom. There's how much time you have to prep something. There's how much money you have. There's how much do you have time in between classes. I taught when I had five minutes between and then I taught when I had no time in between classes. So those are just decisions you have to make but hopefully this will spark some ideas to help you stay positive through those last few weeks of school. The first one is using reward tickets. Uh, you can use these all year long but like I said I saved them for the the last quarter. This is a freebie you can get in a Sing Play Create Free Resource Library or you can just create your own and it depends on you know all the different things like can I burn paper and do I have time to do this but I just made little strips and I cut them up and then I have them ready to go and I only use those in the upper grades because there's something to manage and I don't want to give kindergartners paper. So with the upper grades I used reward tickets and reward uh, wristbands and things and I made mine in black and white so the kids can take they can take them back and color them and then put them on or they can just staple them on uh, before they go and that works. So that's one thing you can do. I've done it where I give the whole class one if everybody's being awesome. But I am also very clear about who I'm going to give it to. So if I'm only going to choose three students that day or four students then I have to tell everybody I'm choosing four and I will keep track on my chart who those four are and hopefully everybody will get one and that's where it gets a little difficult because you don't want someone to feel left out and so I do keep a record of just how can I give a compliment or a reward ticket to everyone through that last uh, eight weeks of school or six weeks whatever your time is. Another thing you can do is use stickers and what I did is I had a whole bunch of these little ones with just smiley faces on them and so what I did is when the kids would line up kindergarten first second grade and then they knew put out their wrist and then I just could walk down and put it on their their hand really fast before they go and it just didn't take much time at all to just boop, doop, 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 almost as they're walking out the door I could do that and that was if the class got their class reward. I tried to do it by the class versus by the individual. But then I found that it was fun to go around and during class I might give someone an extra sticker because I saw them doing something that was right on task and they were being a leader and setting a really good example in their, either their group or during the activity. 
and it could even be during a freeze stance. A lot of times during free stance, the kids will start doing the move that they want to do and not the one that is in the picture or the video that you're using. So I might give a sticker, just put it here. I just put it here on their shirt and or on their shoulder or sometimes they'd see me coming with my stickers and they just put their hand out and I'll put it on their hand. And that was a really fun thing to do, especially the last two or three weeks of class. The kids really, really like the stickers. So these are some different ideas that you can use to end the school year on a positive note. You can play singing games. You can have them do small mini performances of things they've learned in class. And you can use reward tickets, stickers, positive affirmations, compliments, things that you have done and save something special for the end of the year uh, it can even be award, certificates, something at the end of the year that is special to have everybody leave on a positive note and want to come back to music next year. Hi, I'm Sandra, the creator at Sing, Play, Create, and today I'm sharing some end-of-the-year songs and games you can play. Let's get started. In this video, I will be using one of the songs that's a freebie in the Sing, Play, Create free resource library. It's also on the Sing, Play, Create YouTube channel, so you can get the resource there. It has the song, it has the MP3 tracks, it has chords, and it has picture chords for a ukulele. So we'll be using that. Don't forget to go get the freebie. The link is below. This song is called I'll Always Remember You. It's a friendship song. It's a song and then there's also two games that you can play to use with the song. And in the freebie there is a rhythm activity where students can write their own rhythms and share them. This is a great song that you can use in activity at the end of the school year to build that community because you're going to get those kids back the next year. Your second graders will then be your third graders, which I know you already know. But if you're a first year teacher, you may not have processed all that. So when you build community at the end of the school year with your kids they come back and you know them and they know that in your classroom they know you and they know some of the other kids in music class and it's a great uh, team building and classroom community activity you can do at the end of the year this is how it goes see it was pretty simple chords and it's to the tune of twinkle twinkle little star so it's pretty easy to play C F and you can play the G7 on all the G chords and the kids like it and it's easy for them to do and we're going to be using the song in the game don't forget to go get the free resource with the ukulele chords the song and the activities the link is below for the game, you're going to need some kind of cush ball or bean bag that the students can toss. They're also going to need to have some kind of compliment ready to pay to the other students, something nice to say. So you might want to brainstorm that before you play the game. Um, keep it really simple. Like they could even be you're cool or you're smart or you're kind. You could come up with a list of words that they could choose from. That way you'll keep the game going. 
So what you're going to do is choose one student first to stand in the middle of the circle and everyone's going to sing the song and I'll always remember and they're going to toss a beanbag when they say the word you. Now they're just not going to stand there. We're going to have them spin around and I'll always remember you. Don't have them spin on the whole song. And if you want to shorten it, you could just sing that one line or chant. And I'll always remember you and toss a bean back to somebody wherever it lands. And then that person picks it up. And the person in the middle then is going to give the student who caught the bean bag a compliment or say something kind or nice about them. And I tried to have them not be descriptive, like, oh, I see you're wearing blue shoes, but have them say something nice about them. And you can do that kind of brainstorming before you play the game. But it's a fun game in a build classroom community. I like to have them standing because then they have the whole body moving. So that's a good thing to do. So that's a fun game you can use with the song, I'll Always Remember You. After the students have tossed the beanbag, whoever catches the beanbag then becomes the next tosser. And you can play the game until everyone has had a turn to be in the middle and spin and toss and give a compliment. You can then also use this game in smaller groups and you could put them in groups of five or even six and they could play on their own as part of another just end of year fun game activity. If you don't want to use a prop like a beanbag or a ball for this game, you can just have them close their eyes and spin and point to someone that will make it go faster. And I understand that sometimes when we're tossing things, it can get a little more out of control. So that's a, just another idea. Now, with the freebie, there is an activity that goes uh, with the game and the song. So then after they've played the game, then they're going to have some ideas about compliments and they're going to take the freebie that they have and they can write the rhythm and write the compliment and do the rhythm and then they give that compliment card to another student and that way they're then taking the game and they're turning into a music composing activity and then you can also have them read the rhythms clap the rhythms play the rhythms on an instrument uh, at the end of the class or maybe the next time you could collect all the papers pass them out and then have everybody take a turn playing that rhythm and saying it out loud. When I do that kind of activity, I want to make sure that when they say, I think you're nice, we'll just keep it simple, I think you're nice, that I have everybody echo it back and show the paper. So they're seeing, they're hearing, and they're doing in this activity. Don't forget to get the freebie in the Sing, Play, Create free resource library. Here's another fun song you can sing at the end of the year, and I've got a fun twist to this song that your students will really like. So it's just to the tune of Shoe Fly, Don't Bother Me. This is a freebie in the Sing, Play, Create free resource library. You can go and get the sheet music and the chords and activities in that freebie. It just goes like this. one. Verse two is, have a great summer, have a great summer, have a great summer, goodbye my friends, goodbye. Verse three, I'll see you in the fall. I'll see you in the fall. 
So it's pretty easy to sing and the chords are just C and G or you could use the G7 if they don't know how to play the G yet. So use one of those and then they're going to sing and they can play the song. You can play it on barred instruments, um, whichever works for you or guitar if you're teaching that. And then uh, a, a way to switch it up is to use some foreign words for the word goodbye in that last line. So instead of singing goodbye, goodbye my goodbye I would sing adios my friends adios and you could use that word in all three verses another word that you could use is sayonara which is from Japan sayonara my friends sayonara and another one I came up with is adieu from France adieu my friends adieu so if you like to use foreign words, foreign languages in your music classroom and you've done some studying of words in different languages and songs you've used, you could bring those into this activity and have the kids sing their Spanish or their French or their Russian or whatever word you've learned in this easy to learn song. Don't forget to go to the Sing Play Create Free Resource Library and get this activity. All of these ideas are in the freebie. I hope you'll share your ideas on how you use activities in the comments below. I love to get feedback because it helps me create and make things that are effective and useful for you in your music classroom. Thanks for watching this video. I hope you'll subscribe to the Sing Play Create Teaching Tips channel. Let's keep kids moving and learning with music.